battle's going to be a classic because, as you as you know, I've been pumping Marty Leslie for a couple of years now. Love you. Oh, oh. It's very easy to be exposed as an open side if you don't have your mate up your backside. They don't build him like that anymore. Does it for me to tingle up the spine, the tingle in the loins? Messy me, that could have put him in Ward Four. I hope not, Bill. That's a maternity ward. Looked like a blind man in a brothel just left groping. <laughs> Welcome to the Saddle Chat, episode five-ish. Four and a half. You're joined by uh, Fridges, me, Hack. I think huge Fridges is on the way. Um, welcome. How am I? Welcome, is. Oh, good day, Hack. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. good. Um, tonight's meal brought to you by Golden Horse. Golden, Golden Horse, Horse, the king of fish. Budweiser, <laughs> do a good chip, Golden Horse Fridge. Happy yeah, with great that. chip. Yeah, great chip. Huge dim sums. Chinese burger, which is just egg for young and between some buns. Pretty good. Mm. Um, we'll kick things off. A few headlines. Um, firstly, the sad news of the passing of Brian Yeoman, um, chairman and club man, long time club man. Um, he's been quite crook for a while. Um, passed away today, so uh, our, our sincere um, condolences to the to the Yeoman family. Um, he was a real good sort, real character around the club. He got got many a player off <laughs> of uh, suspension, or got some weeks off there. Got there. a lot of players out of uh, heaps, a lot of brotherhood players off charges. Mm. Definitely helped uh, a young Hamish Day out <laughs> on a few occasions. Uh yeah, Big Folzer would be familiar with, with Brian, probably attending those sessions and a host of premier players here. Yeah. What's what's the slap on the wrist the cops give you and you get one of them? Oh, um, diversion. Yeah, that's the one. I think, like, he got Hamish off, like, three of those. <laughs> I don't know how he... You talking rugby or...? Yeah. No, I think that might have been Courtney Place related, but... Mm. Yeah, I don't know how he got. Have you ever been in front of the judiciary? Surely. <clears throat> nah, because I've always, I've, oh, a couple of times I was supposed to, but I just took the guilty plea. Oh, three weeks or something? I just took the whatever they wanted to dish out. I had to go in the UK once. That was real scary. Go to this big old. Nah, hang on. You got big time once on, didn't you? In Wellington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but... the second year of Saxons or something. <laughs> yeah, but I took the. I took the... That was weeks, bro. That was a tenner. It was on the back of the end of one season and you couldn't play... You... Yeah. Was that, was, yeah, it was you, right? Yeah. What an animal. But I didn't didn't fight it. I took it on the chin. But I did go to the judiciary in the UK and that was real scary. I had to go to this big old um, scary building in London. and it was like Hogwarts. It was like Hogwarts, like rich mahogany everywhere. Yeah. Many leather-bound books. Mm. Pretty scary and just heaps of old white dudes. Um, in a dimly Classy. lit room, yeah, pretty scary. Um, but got off those charges, so that was good. What was the uh, offence? Uh, I think a, a, I a grade grade two strike, scrotum pull. I think I I'd, I'd made a decent tackle, got to my feet, and then one of their players had come was coming at me, <laughs> <laughs> and I 
and I'm walking. I didn't want any part of it. I was kind of walking backwards, and then he's pushed me, and then I've pushed back, but maybe pushed too hard and pushed him over. I think it was a first five or something. And it's a grade two strike. Yeah. Well, the, the ref. You hit the ref too. No. <laughs> no, I didn't hit the ref. It's a life ban. Um. Yeah. Some sort of striking malarkey. Wow. That's why you come back from the UK. Life ban. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Shout out to the judge. Yeah, Brian Yeoman. Rest in peace. Um, <clears throat> the Panthers down the road there. They're old timers on uh, Saturday. Shout out to all the Panthers boys down there. A few, few villages down there, Fritch? Yeah, a few down there. Tello's down there. Uh, Fabian's down there. I see Justice name. Yeah, big mm. Justice playing in, in the Premier side. Tiaki. Yeah, Tiaki yeah. Freeman. That's right. Uh, I think his mum is the ch- chairman down there. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, notice some uh, great posts pop up on the Instagram page, mate. You, uh, yeah. Hack Media, uh, come out for them as well. Yeah, Fabe's asked for a bit of help. It's happy to help them on their, their old timers. They, they're actually got lots of nice messages from their players. Yeah. But different down there. Yeah. Our players just moan about spelling mistakes and stuff yeah. like that. It was, yeah, it was nice. Nice no, yeah. change. But, um, no, no, shout out to those boys down the road. The Panthers. Keep grinding. Used to be, uh, one of the big, big clubs in Wellington Club League. Mm. Even nationally, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A uh, quick shout out: some SBC merch is on offer. If you're an SBC alum, SBC Fridge, will you be getting some SBC merch? Uh, probably not, but uh, yeah, yeah, jump on there. Was that what they post on Instagram? Was yeah, today? yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get into a bit of footy-related chat, yes, how's your week been? What are you doing? What are you working on? Yeah, oh, well, there's plenty on at the moment. Um, good week, but yeah, pretty pretty busy. Actually, it's been super super busy since Sunday. Uh, obviously, uh, the next campaign for me is our AB15 team. So, obviously, they were named on Sunday after the All Black squad was named. And then I just, yeah, went straight into work on Sunday night, worked until the early hours of Monday morning, and then was working all day Monday. And it was really just, obviously, the team off to Japan uh, next weekend. Um, and due to the number of flights and, well, seats in premium economy, uh, we have to send the team over in three separate days, oh, over three separate flights. That's going to be an interesting... Has to be premium economy, yeah? Yeah, yeah, have to be premium economy. Uh, the boys, if they knew they were sitting in economy, they'd, they'd be at the beach. They wouldn't want to yeah. sit uh, in economy uh, for the duration of that sort of travel. So, yeah, I guess part of um, part of their contract is, is obviously we, we fly them over as comfortably as we can in premium mm-hmm. economy. It is. So, yeah, we can only nab 11 seats on Friday, 10 on Saturday, and 21 on Sunday. So that's yeah. just the way it's... Gonna to have to work. So, is yes. that normal this day and age to do? No, 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 no. We haven't. No, a, a, a normal pre assembly is we'd have them together for three, four, five days max, maybe. Can you get them all on one piece? Yeah, yeah, we can get. Yeah, it's premium a group economy. of premium economy. We can get, uh, sometimes you can get as many as 30, maybe 40 premium economy seats. And then there's just a, some, some might, um, we might get three or four on an advanced party that fly the day before or um, there's just a couple of lucky guys that get to sit right up the front of the plane. Do the the locks, props take priority? No, no, no. We we obviously get them into the exit rows. Uh, But yeah, no, that's just the the way it is. So everyone's, everyone puts their hand up for a seat next to the likes of Brad Weber and Cortez, Artima and Damo because obviously they're only five foot nothing. So, um, yeah, so if you can get it and never sit next to them, you'd be pretty comfy, but you don't want to be sitting next to Tomati Williams no. on a 
on a fairly long haul flight. Yeah. What's that KG rating again? Sorry, the, how heavy is he again? Oh, look, he's forty-four. Yeah, he's well, he's he's, he's trimmed down and he's leaned out a, a wee bit, but. Mate, when he was in the schools, him and Solomon Mo in the 2018 New Zealand schools team, both those two props were six four, six five, and 140 keg at least. So young Fridge Marcina, that <clears throat> probably third form. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, what what's his ethnicity? Who's that, Tomiti? Yeah, yeah, Maori. Oh, true. Yep, yep, true. yep. Raised in Perth, actually, and yeah, in Australia. Mm. Yeah, lived over there for a long. A long time, yeah, but yeah, I think he's home, and but he's he's obviously cracked the ABs now, so he won't be part of the AB fifteen program. But made it, he's yeah, awesome, mate. Eh? Stoked for him. Yeah, anyway, going back to obviously the last couple of days, it's just been yeah. Obviously, we hold those flights, so now we've got a squad. We can obviously put some names on them, um, and then just for me, it's just been a lot of admin, just chasing chasing the boys up for you know sort of sizes for footwear and apparel and earpoints numbers and and all that. Fun stuff like next of kin and emergency yeah. contacts. If you're a business person trying to get to Japan and you're usually in one of those seats, you're probably like, where are all these flights gone? Mm, yeah. Yeah, so yep, no, it's been been flat tech. And we'll get into the we'll get into the squads a bit later, is but, mm. but but any surprise emissions or Yeah, gosh, if we've got all night, which we don't, but um yeah, off the bat, you know, I guess if I just put my fan hat on, um yeah, a couple of surprise selections and, and surprise omissions, like you alluded to. Um, Dallas McLeod, for me, was a surprise. Um, he's probably the bolter. Mm-hmm. Dallas McLeod, he's been picked in the ABs. Um, outside back from the Crusaders. Uh, yeah, I, to be honest, I'm a big fan of Alex Nankovon. I thought this was the chance to mm-hmm. to crack the ABs, but he's off to Munster uh, at the end of the year, so whether that's played a part in it, but I think the big one for me is Levi Elmore, who's committed to New Zealand rugby. Uh, that was a for him not to be selected across both sides is yeah. a wee bit of a shock. Um, yeah, uh, but obviously everyone's talking about Hoskins and Chichu as well. Um, interesting. I mean, he's an out and out hate. Yeah, but yeah, for me, so yeah, so a couple of surprises there. The standout for me from the announcement, and then I watched the breakdown last night, was Fozzie saying that. He had text and called a couple of players and hadn't had a response yet. That's interesting, eh? No reply. No text guys. back. From a couple of the guys that got missed out. Oh, yeah, what Surely you, they're what the Auckland boys. <laughs> well. Be a professional. Yeah, it's not over. Yeah. While we're with you, Fridge, how was your week? How's your week going? How was training last night? Yeah, training was pretty good last night. We had a bit of a, not a reset, but um, just a real good review of the game on the weekend. Obviously, we got done by uh, Parramatta Plumerton, uh, who were pretty good. Got some star players out there. Um, no, a bit of a review yesterday. Um, pulled up a bit. Oh, actually, I pulled out all right on uh, Sunday. Pulled up all right on Sunday morning. Sheesh. Got an early Uber down to pick up the car, uh, even though I wasn't meant to uh, to drink. Um, but no, it's, it's mate. The best thing in the last kind of week is it's been decent weather again. Um, but that field is still soft. I walked out on it last night; it was softer than I thought it was going to be. 
Uh, other than that, just work, um, which is insane at the moment. Uh, rugby, and then just counting down the weeks now. Eh? See the after this week, we either got two weeks left or a max of what about five, depending on how you go. So if you if you lose your first game, you go to Hardham. And if you lose that, you're out, isn't it? Or if you win your first game, you're through. If you lose that game, you're out. So max of minimum of two after that. Yeah, we'll put a diagram up. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Hardham. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still very much a possibility, which is yeah, grim. weird. Unless we take, you know, if, or we, I guess we'll get into it later, but yeah, just got to take care of business this week and then see what happens. Thanks, Fridgie. How about uh, your last week, brother? Yeah, good. Yeah, busy with work. And... How's the How's... boat doing? It's just sitting there at the moment, which is frustrating because, like you said, the Wellington weather at the moment, yeah. incredible. It's flat as a pancake out in the harbour. It's good to go, though, eh? It's good to go, yeah. Right. I've just been busy with yeah, the house and work and other things, yeah. Yeah, I must have been thinking of an old pod where you said it wasn't buoyant. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, she's good to go. Just... um that out, which is a shame. Can't wait to get into some uh, fishing and diving and a bit more golf. And a house update? You're good. Into some plaster, which is exciting. All right. Yeah, plaster and paint, and then hopefully in there. Mm. Yeah. Coming together. Going to do a few tip runs this weekend. Um, Just quickly, we'll touch on the, the ponies. Agonizingly fall short. Out of our NZCIS to to a solid MSP team, Fridgie, what'd you make of it? Yeah, real tough. Felt felt, felt real uh, sorry for them. Um, not that they felt sorry for themselves. I was sorry for them in terms of the loss. You know, we know what it was like losing last year. Uh, but then I was also um, just super proud of them as well. Um, went really really close. Uh, just had a great season. Uh, blooded in uh, new people to the club. And also young girls at a school uh, created a super, super awesome culture. They've got a great coaching group, a great management group. So a really successful season nonetheless for these girls. Uh, in terms of the game, it was tough. They had the opportunities and they'll probably, if they do ever rewatch that, yeah, even though without watching it, they know that they had opportunities to win that game. And yeah, they came back and ran out of time, but probably times in that first half where they could have um, they had a few more opportunities and, and probably let in a few soft tries as well so yeah yeah we've talked about it Fridge I mean they've set the tone haven't they for the club all year they've been awesome those ponies um, from top to bottom yeah um, and and what a great advertisement for, for women's premier rugby too two awesome teams and a great game uh, yep. it's just a shame they fell two points short yeah and you wouldn't know either the way they uh, celebrated their season on Saturday night was mm. Pretty uh, positive and um, full of cheer, so yeah, definitely. Is what do you make of the the ponies season twenty twenty three? Yeah, I, I think Fred just covered all, all of it. Really, they um, it was pretty, it was pretty exciting right from the outset. You know, from the moment I guess all the girls rocked up to the preseason, we knew it was going to feel like it was going to be a different feel this year. Eh? A lot of the obviously that that youthfulness, that exuberance that came into the club, and you know, obviously we we didn't see a lot of the um, senior players from the last couple of years 
uh, till much later on. And I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think there was just word had got out that, um, yeah, there was some exciting new talent coming through. And, um, and in, in the end, what a, I mean, what a, what a marriage it was really with a mm. lot of the existing players. It was good to get Jackson Billy back from, uh, poor commitments. Um, and then, gosh, when, when they got into their work, they, they just, um, yeah, had some, Pretty comfortable wins, I guess, over Aurors and Norse throughout the season. Unfortunately, they just couldn't get past MSP, and, and obviously that happened in the final as well. But to be honest, all is not lost. I think, um, I, I think even talking to Fred, you know, he was pretty realistic about it. They, um, I, I think, to be honest, they're really they're really planning for hey the next few years. To be yeah. honest, and that's um, that's really that's what's really exciting. So as long as they keep this group together. Um, yeah, this this team could really dominate for the next three, four, five years. So, looking forward to that. Yeah, congratulations, Payne's awesome season, first round chip in a second round final. It's awesome. Mm. Um, Fridge, you touched on it uh, quickly. The premier massacre out at Nadi Toa. Um, pretty rough, pretty rough loss after a tough week down on men. Um. Yeah, what, what, how do we come back from that? You were not the greatest losers, though. Um, either dealing with it or, yeah, so definitely learnings there for us, I think. Um, but like, I thought we really played well in that first half. Mm. Came out and showed a bit of intent, defended fairly well. Um, uh, and I think when we reviewed, there's just some some options that we took that we wish we could probably take back. Uh, maybe not have kicked as much, but like coming out of the second half, like a bad read on a kickoff, they get it, score, and then just um, not a miracle play, but a bit of a full field kind of um, yeah, try. They, they definitely had the bounce of the ball in that second half. It just yeah. seemed to sit up for the moment. And like two tries back to back like that, and then you know we're under the pump mm. early. So a try either side of half time too is a real uh, coach killer. Yeah, and I guess like when you when you hear Paraplum top of the table and we got wasted by Paraplum, that's kind of previous years when they haven't had these players and they're not this good. They're a really good team at the moment. Mm. They got some star players. Sam Clark is amazing. Yeah, and I know he would have stood up. You know, because he knows a few of the Patani boys, and, and he plays played against his brother. Um, yeah, just a well-rounded team at the moment. Put on a real good feed afterwards as well, um, which we enjoyed. Some of us enjoyed. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. I'm pretty sure if you know what we plan goes to plan, and might see see them in the second round at some point. You mentioned Sam. He had a real good game, and he earned that his spot in that Lions wider wider training squad. Uh, is what do you make of the uh, the game? Yeah, it was oh, obviously that second half was pretty tough to watch. I, I mean, for me, um, that first half, you know, we were obviously we were up almost um, with half time upon us, and then we did that late try. Um, and in those two tries, obviously, really cooled us in that beginning of the second half. We just we almost sort of went into our shells, and like Fridge said, we all of a sudden we were trying things that you know are not really normally in the playbook. Really, it was almost mm. sort of desperation, which we didn't we didn't really need to. Mm. But it, it's just the nature of the comp. Hey? It just it goes to show that if you're five ten percent off, 
you'll get rolled. And um, and that that was a challenge for us was to back up obviously what we did the week before. Um, and I felt that it was the same when we played Tower. You know, we 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 played a, a, a almost perfect, um, close to perfect game against Tower, and then we got rolled next week by a Baha. Um, and the same thing happened. You know, we, you know, obviously guys who came off um, the high of of winning and retaining the McBain, and we um, yeah, we just couldn't, I guess, replicate or anything close to that. Um, but look, full credit to Paraplan, man. They that crowd got in behind them. It mm. just felt like it was. You know they were on the they right on the sideline. I mean, obviously there was some plonker that was just, <laughs> mate. It was mate. He was he was like he survived, but it was just yeah. You you just you just get um those nice little grounds. You just get that crowd and behind you, momentum, bounce of the ball, and yeah. Um, I I wouldn't say we imploded. We we didn't play super badly. I just think we had some bad option taking, but the, their execution was obviously better than ours, and and. Proof was in the pudding, really, when that final score, that was just how dominant they were, especially in the second half. It was a really good crowd, good good for Premier Rugby. You know, I think some of those diehard Paraplum fans who have done it tough over the mm. years, they probably deserve mm. a, a good season. Yeah, but where have the other 300 been all these years? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, you know, I, <coughs> when you're a friend of mine, yeah. a friend of mine who used to be hardcore hard old boys, I saw him on Saturday with a paraplum hat on. Well, Lives in Whitby, there you go. but he's absolutely jumped ship. Mm. He's done a fridge Messina. Mm. It's not a fridge, mate. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. I called him a uh, yeah. But man, bandwagon. How, how? I mean, obviously, um, you know, we we went to the after match later on, and that. Wow, oh, that that clubroom was humming. Mm. Yeah, and it's awesome. That that's what it's all about at the end of the day. So. Yeah, good on, good on, Paraplum. I know they their club club room is normally um, normally pumping, you know, most most years, but but obviously this year especially. So yeah, yeah, good on. Awesome it. too, Paraplum. How after the game, kids can run around outside the club rooms and everyone gathers around. Well, that was quite cool. Uh, set up. I really like the the ground. Um, geez, I'm not sure if you guys just mentioned that, but um, pretty cool scenery. Yeah, you, know, you got the water just there, and after we had got changed and walked out, oh no, we loaded, done a load to Isa's car. Uh, the sunset, mm. absolutely beautiful, beautiful, mate. Over Manor Island there, yeah, yeah, yeah. beautiful. Be a real good date spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I know you got there early, is but tough place to park. I was riding around for a while. I think I was at the cruising club. Yeah, look, um, that's the toughest. Oh, that's the most full I've seen in a car park ever. Yeah. yeah, usually it's all right out there. Yeah, and it was the extra 300 that just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, it was Ricky Joseph and those yeah. old Hut Old Boys fans that have jumped ship. Yeah. Oh, so I, pull, I, I pulled in about 11, and then when I opened my boot, I looked at the inventory, and I was like, that's going to be seven trips to get everything to the change room. And I was thinking that's going to be a bit of a hike. And you actually appreciate this because – I did my second one, and I was walking back to do my third trip. And when I got there, uh, one of the Paraplim boys um, who'd got there early for some reason and then went back to his car and shot off, said, oh, would you like a hand, I said, oh, only if you're free. Um, and, mate, if you can just take our jersey bag, I'll sort the rest. Anyway, he he ended up doing four trips. So by the time I did that third one, he goes, oh, I've got the rest. So I went back, and then I just started setting up and. He just came and got us up off Knox. 
So a shout out to Knox Twinasau. Twinasau is his name? Yeah. yeah. So Knox has obviously moved over there from Jayville last year. Uh, what a guy. Oh, yeah. So thanks. Oh, Mark. yeah. Yeah, so appreciate that. I thought that. I recognized him from somewhere. Yeah. to step in for your uh, usual assistant, Don Puddle, uh, normally helping you over the yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Shout out to Puds. Mm. Um, um, sad yeah. moment too in that second half. Uh, Filippo, Sapai oh. going down with that that what looked at the time to be a really bad mm. knee injury. I've heard he had a watermelon in his knee. It was yeah, that, that was the biggest knee I've seen. Uh, that really exploded when in, um, Alec was working on uh, in the changing sheds. Um, so I hope you're doing well, Filippo. Mm. Um, yeah, return to play soon. Don't muck around like a... Yeah, do the rehab, mate. Get in there. You know, um, huge. Huge. Yeah, g'day. Welcome, huge. How's your week going? Uh, yeah, good. Busy. Busy, but it was good. Just uh, finish the year three Ripper training. Which yeah, where? Good. In Green Room. Oh, I thought so. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Just had a little corner in the room. It was uh, normally all the year three tackle and Rippers train to get it started, and then they split off to their teams. Um, but then they had... The two, two uh, um, tackle teams sort of split up, and not, I'm not normally the coach, but the coach is away in America, so I'd stepped in for today and slowly start, started getting nudged into the corner there. So, they, <laughs> yeah, I definitely got dominated tonight in terms of the space, but we only had seven seven players there. So, put your foot down, mate. Oh. You're a 200 gamer. We had enough room. We had enough room. It was fine, but you know that's one warning. Who was was his name? <laughs> no. What grade was they, his? they shall not be named? Nah, it was all good. They were fine. Um, did you get out to Naitatoa Huge on Saturday? I did, yes. What did yes. you make of the game? Uh, frustrating watch. Um, yeah, I think it was just one of those ones where just nothing went our way throughout the whole day. Just obviously, you probably already talked about it, a um, bit of sickness and a few injuries and warm-up, and then just throughout the game, it was um, yeah, a frustrating watch. The first half, I thought the boys mm. actually started really well, um, playing with a lot of speed and pace and um, really taking it to them, especially around the line-out drive and um, sort of forward play, but um, yeah, that try just before half time was a bit of a killer. Mm-hmm. Um, would have gone in 1912, would have been quite nice. And then second half, they just yeah, threw it at us and deserved winners at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Bridges, is it, is, it, is it frustrating when um, you look back and and parts of the game went really well, like your line out was pretty dominant, set piece was, was good? Is that is that tricky to, to deal with after a loss like that? I think it is for the forwards because the forwards felt like they really put in a shift mm. um, for a, you know, for a few weeks now. But like it's it's kind of more frustrating when you review and see the things um, that you know could have been different, like you should have done different. That could have changed um, a few of the opportunities, but is what it is. Just got to learn and and uh, yeah, definitely move on. Um. Yeah. Mm. Any other takeaways from sad days? No, I think pretty just pretty much covered it. I think you obviously um, mentioned some of the boys that um, were ill on the weekend, which is never mm. helpful. And yeah, that, that, that clearly showed in the second half. I think you know, obviously, um, the boys are really pulling up quite quick. I mean, Summer Henry obviously was um, was struggling to breathe. I think mm. uh, was a key, but he just um, pushed through. And yeah, so yeah, hopefully um, we've got a full fit bill of health yeah. this week leading into a big game against MSP. Mate, Brad from Hardy could not have mentioned the boys were playing flu games more. Like, he mentioned it like every five minutes on... Yeah. He's got our back. 
yeah. little silver lining. Um, good to see Dylan back. Mm. And I thought it played really well. I haven't seen him carry like that with a good knee. He done really well actually when he come on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's really buying into fatherhood though with that dad bod, but that's uh <laughs> <laughs> We couldn't fill his jersey out. I think it might be that what is it, the dreaded number eighteen, maybe two yeah, biggies. Yeah. But hey, here's the other thing, bro. Is afterwards, because we had all gone to the changing room to to get ready, shower up and all that kind of stuff. And the uh Paraplum chairman oh. come over. And it was like, hey, we're going to do the, yeah, presentation. You were going to do a Scottish accent just then. (laughs) It was like, hey, just wondering, can we grab the trophy and do the presentation now? Well, um, uh, one of, um, King King Gray's granddaughter relatives was there. Well, yeah, sweet as. So we went out there and he was like, oh, I'm just going to call the captains up in a sec. So we're looking around for Khan. We can't see him. Apparently he's off talking to someone. And so we're like, Someone's got to go. Someone and all the boys are like no, 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 no. Jack Ross didn't want it. Jack didn't want it, and so Dill goes, "Oh, I'll go." So we went up. <laughs> like that's a real disrespectful look. Sending up number eighteen. <laughs> <to do this. laughs> but yeah, he's Did well. a, yeah, he's a leader. So hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, so well, yeah, fifty ended fifty six twenty four. Bit of work to do Tuesday Thursday for the old for the prems. Um, uh, we, we touched on the ponies, uh, you know, agonizing 34 32 loss to MSP. Huge, did you catch any of that game? The ponies, yeah, no, I went out there, um, prior to heading out to Nazi Tour, but um, oh, immensely proud. Like, it, mm. like overall, just the game of rugby itself was an awesome game, like, awesome final to watch. Um, sort of the I felt the same sort of intensity as watching that Jubilee Cup final last year, just the. You know, we're so close and just couldn't quite get there, but the never-say-die attitude. Like, MSP got up by two or three tries sort of midway through the game, and, like, a lesser team would probably just put up the white flag there and, you know, concede. But um, the ponies were awesome. They just keep fighting back and um, scoring some fantastic tries. Their bench impact was outstanding. Um, Some really good individual efforts, like Jax was usual Jax just on fire. Nia was you know, possess. And I think if we had a one that she would have gone close to getting the player of the final. Um, she, yeah. And then just a whole bunch of others. Um, uh, Justine McGregor. Um, absolutely. As um, I know, is got big reps on her. Like she's, she's really good for such a young, um, mm. young player as well. So, um, but yeah, awesome game. Um, Ponies played awesome. They've had an awesome season done. Yeah. Didn't do anyone, you know, everyone done themselves really proud and, you know, they should be proud of the effort and it's going to be great building for next year um, with such a young team and hopefully they can bring that core of those players back. Yep. Mm. Well said, huge. Uh, the Prem Reserves, they keep rolling. Big one, 56-22. What's the secret, boys, to the Prem Reserves' success? This yeah, season? I think that was close around half-time as well mm. when we got there. A flurry of tries late. Yeah. So she got one of them. They got... One guy I want to um, shout out is Milo. Mm. Um, he's immense for that group, yeah. um, and he's he's, um, he's he just seems to be broken every Saturday. But he just um, he's huge. I, you know, I've, I've, I've watched him, and he um, he's not a big talker, but when he when he does, you know. But he's um, yeah, I, I, I watched uh, some of their game against Hutt, and I think Stokes Valley as well, and. Um, couple of other games where he's featured and he's huge at that experience that that premier experience that he's got mm. um you know i mean obviously um 
you know, if, if we ever had a couple of things, then he'd do a job. Probably not an eighty minute job at the moment, but um, that that kind of guy's gold for for that group. Mm. Uh, there's so many ins and outs and in, in, in there, but when he's when he's on the field, he's he's huge for for them. But yeah, like you like you said, Stashi, um, Bailey, mm. um, you know, or Jesse out on the wing, um, you know, Lionel up front, you know, um, you know, um, even Hanisi's been impressive. Eh? Oh yeah, that first scrum last week against Huddle Boys. It was a water just outside our twenty-two, and there, bro, that 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 huddle boys pack was backpedaling. They ended up in the Bellevue over the road. Eh? Just, <laughs> the poor old Maitre D was blimmin talking a couple of um, couple of his uh, patrons through the old degustation menu. Hut <laughs> blimmin pack comes storming through the middle of the front door. Eh? It was it was pretty awesome to see. And that you put that down to Hanisi, um, and and also obviously Milo as well. But but that whole pack. But when they when they're humming that. That scrum seems to be yeah. doing some some good work. So yeah, we'll see how they go this week against MSP and whether they can, whether Norse can do t- or us a favour by yeah. rolling the tower. Yeah. Still in the hunt for the uh, mm. yeah first round trophy. Mm. A block. Mm. Yeah. Um, the Riddler is going all right as well yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Doing an absolute yeah. Job. Plays what both is he playing hooker at the moment? I think, I think, both, both, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, Cole. Paul's running some hard lines. Mm. Adam Driver's good, man. Mm. He's real good. He's playing real good, yeah. yeah. He goes good, so. And Jono's been awesome for the main since yeah. he's obviously come across. Mm. So, yeah. He's, uh, he said against the Eagles, he, the, the others, or well, the Eagles were going in for him during mm. their um, yeah. game out at the Hut Rec, but he enjoyed it. Mm. Mm. I think, like you said, there's big, big shout out to Milo and and Stashi, mm, real leaders yeah, in that team, yeah. eh? forwards and backs. Yeah, Milo doesn't let anyone mess with his boys either. Mm, yeah, he's always quick to. Play. And the and the success of this Premier, I mean, obviously, was it seventeen? Was the last time they won the Ed Cheney two seventeen? I don't think they won it since. Eh? Yeah, that's oh. when the Ponies won a second of. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I mean, you know, we lost the final when. Um, yeah. Was it twenty or twenty one? Before the let it go for a G. I don't know. Oh, the Cheney. Yeah. Yeah. North. Yeah. North. But you look back at that 17 team and, you know, and like Jack Coles, JK was there, eh? I think yeah. maybe. Mm. So you, you really rely on the guys that have had that sort of experience up top mm. to come back and, yeah. And JK, speaking of JK, did he play on the week? Not on the week. Nah, but nah. yeah. Pulled out. Place it. But uh, the gold, the silver hey, boys. Fox did. Yeah, Tamaho. Tamaho, yeah. always answering the call. Still yeah, got it. Yeah. Athlete. Mm. Uh, on to the Colts. Another narrow victory. Uh, 31-29. Geez, tough that grade, eh? It's real close, close mm. matches. It's good, though. Like, you don't want, like, runaways mm. every game. Mm. Unless it's, like, the All Blacks. Uh, That's sort of coming down to the wire, but that great yeah. as well. With um, I think Huddle Boys obviously got a clear lead, but they've got one game and then the bye. And whereas Rista or Patoni got two more games, yeah. so they sort of need to have a slip up this week. And if we can win the next two games, which being the Axemen and North Norths, you know we can overtake them. So we need. I can't remember who Huddle Boys got this week. Their Colts. It is a game I remember though that was could be quite close. Hut have MSP who aren't bad. Yeah, I was talking to Hamish Fraser over at uh, Steel and Tube today. Yeah, so we need MSP to do us a favour there and yeah. tip them up, and then we've got a chance of mm. 
obviously not assuming anything in terms of our games, but definitely get an opportunity but to sneak take over. Paris Memorial. Yeah, possibly. In mm. uh, other scores, um, Norths, 35. Tony, 33. What, what game is it? Is it the... Formerly known as the Brotherhood? No. No, they play Tower. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tower. There you go. But green usually means we win. Yeah, we went down to Tower by three, I think. Saw some footage from that game. Lolo here got a hat-trick. Yes. Yeah. Lolo. Lolo here got a hat-trick, yeah. Uh, Boxy's obviously running the sh- running the ship. Yeah. For the, uh, for the team formerly known as the Brotherhood. Um, they've got some handy players there. Yeah. Good watch. Mm. Uh, and and obviously the Sunday game, the eighty fives, not many to uh, shush. You both the whole boys lots. Um, great to see the boys running around on Yarra Stadium though on the on the live stream, mate. Those new Plymouth boys were easily ninety five k. Yeah, there was some big. Yeah, hits. they looked huge. Eh? I yeah. commented on the thing that they did look well over eighty five. I think it might have been some local scales to weigh them in. Yeah, well, they um they were pretty sharp team. There's some oh yeah, there's some yeah. academy boys in there. Well, they had and they had yeah. Liam Blythe. That yeah, played. Liam Blythe. He's yeah. Halfback for Taranaki last yeah, year, I yep. think. Uh, Mason, sorry, Mason Millam, part of their academy. Yeah. They just had some big, big boys. I spoke to. There's Pete. no way that winger was under 85. Yeah, well, I spoke to Pete Harold today, who I work with, who's worked for the union for 20 odd years, and his son played uh, Matt Harold, I think it was, who's 33, just on 85 kg, played lock and played prop as well. He was just a battering ram. I just felt for some of the mm. some of our boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just some big farm boys and just love the contact and mm. she was a rough old day for our boys. I was saying to you early on, Fridge, I was impressed with our ball retention in that first 20 because oh, yeah, we really, were getting yeah. smoked, but yeah. we were looking after mm. the build. Like not panicking. Yeah. Still just running into some hard contact, man. Oh, like, I actually thought the boys, they actually played bloody well. Yeah. Um, they just, uh, like some of those players we just mentioned, Plymouth old boys, they just, as soon as they got the ball, they just had guys that could run full field tries. Yeah. I mean, they were a good team. They ran hard, tackled hard. Um, as you said, start of that game, our boys were getting pretty smoked, but they kept on retaining the ball, playing well. And in patches, you sort of felt they were going to get over the line and then they'll just turn over and New Plymouth old boys would go down there. But I thought mm. overall the intent was there. Um, mm. They had the right attitude and they didn't give up. Like right to that mm. final whistle, they were keeping going even though they were 80, down 80 points. So. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, Joey Perez was running a great cutter at mm. first five. Good to have Benny Brooking. Great to see him back, back in the set. Um, yeah. If he had a few longer sprigs, he might have had a few more opportunities yeah. to run through. Mm. Keep on slipping over whenever he had a chance. Um, but yes, courageous performance. Um, I mean, it's like I understand the concept of the 85s and, you know, um, promoting 85s, getting it through. But when you have teams which are clearly rep teams, um, yeah. I mean, the commentators going on about such and such from the Clifton Club. Um, such and such from different or different clubs that have just come together for this one game under the Plymouth Old Boys banner to obviously get under the whole yeah. 85 club banner. Like, I can understand promoting 85s and they don't have an 85 comp there, but, you know, it'd be great to give a bit of authenticity around mm. the whole club. Oh, you just chilled the comp then. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. There's that bloody Southern team, <laughs> Hogs or something. They're just like a, an Otago rep team of, of under 85 people. Well, then what's the point? Yeah, I, I, it should be. A I just want to I've see been, normal eighty fives yeah. players play. For me, like I don't like, especially for say a club comp that's actually got an eighty fives grade, and like we, same as Pornicky the other week, they got thrashed by that same team. 
Um, and then we, that, that was them, eh? Club yep. Boys, yeah. And then our boys go up and they don't have any guys coming. Oh, Ben Brook can come in to help out. But um, like they just got their 85s players that play club rugby every week, whereas they've got yeah. boys that probably played prems the day before up yeah. there local. Um, I think bare minimum, they should be registered to their club. Yeah. Because um, I think there's rule you can just get like a one-day registration or something like that. But they should at least be registered to their club for the whole year. And if they play, say, like Cam Ferreira, plays prems the whole year, but then for this club comp, he plays 85s as well, if allowed, um, mm. then that's fine because at least he's registered to the club and you are, that is the club banner, not a bloody, oh, someone from Pornicki comes along or Wainui and stuff like that. So that's just my, that's probably jumping into gear grinders a bit. Yeah, but, no, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I love the concept of the tournament, but oh, you're, you're right. It should be a, it should be a club comp. Yeah. Um, just kind of hits us at an annoying time of the year, isn't it? I mean, imagine if we could supply your pappies and, Maybe you're Mason after a year, a, a week of shredding and mm. Cam and Stanley. Stanley, Stanley oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it sort of, oh, sorry, keep going on, but it sort of did show because, like, Benny was definitely, you could tell he's a premier player amongst yeah. the group, the way he was sort of running running mm. things and all that as well. So, a um, few more of those boys might have been mm. a bit handy. Oh, for sure. I reckon with a, with a group of, under 85 players from Batoni, I think we'd, we'd go close there. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the commentary, though. I thought it was good. They were good, those boys. They were loving uh, Joey's kickoffs. Mm. Mm. And they were loving Benny Brooking, yeah. yeah. Mm. As we said, great to see him back. Yeah, no, it was great. Good commentary, good, um, like, quite a good live stream as well. Mm. Uh, apparently, the bus trip back was uh, pretty lively for it. Yeah, um, saw that one photo pop up on Insta. Uh, you shared it, and then I deleted it off our, oh, did you? Uh, off our story. Too much nudity? That uh, was more the fingers that were being pulled. Um, was there? Yeah. Just one. One finger. Okay. But one's enough. Good editing from you. Yeah. No, but I mean, that's what those trips are for, you know? Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's what rugby's all about. Yeah. Yeah, I got a few messages from Cam uh, and PT on the way back. They were really uh, climbing into it. Well, it was Cam on the steamer, too. On the Sunday, yeah. A few uh, sick days on Monday, was it? Was it? Say so, surely. Yeah. Looks like a few I sick think, days out there as well. I think there was some, some the preemptive, uh, yeah, preemptive sick days in the eighty fives. Uh, so that's all the teams wrapped up. We'll go straight into some Warriors watch with you, Fridge. The Was the Was? We've also got Warriors export expert Eugene Smith here as well. Same one. Uh, Warriors picked up two points in the weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, do they beat the Dragons? I've got them at the line, four point five. Will they? Will they beat them by five points or more? The Dragons. They've got yeah. the drags, eh? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Friday yeah, night, thirteen plus. Oh, ben Hunt, one is it? One him out. Ben Hunt doesn't even want to be there, mate. Yeah, they they drop him. And they named him a captain. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, we're thirteen plus for sure. He, he, you agree, Hugh? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, my question is, will we see RTS? This year for the Wars or for the Roosters, or he'll play for Auckland. It what? makes sense, doesn't it? Just is don't, don't we just... No, nah, it's not. He's it's not. contracted, but apparently there's rumours going around that um, the Roosters actually trying to get him for this year, the right. rand of the oh. year. It makes sense. It can't like everyone can agree he should go now. Oh, like, like, I mean, just go. he didn't make the NZ fifteen, and you'd think his chance of making World Cup is slim. But he is a, a loyal guy as well. I um, mean, he did it say at the start of the year that. Um, he was going to see out his contract, so I, I, I 
my money would be on him playing for Auckland and hopefully maybe things are lying in the shot at the World Cup, but you know, he'll be in the Warriors uh for preseason in November. I let him go. I think very slim he goes. But he has to, to if, if he did go, then he has to wait for an opportunity at the Warriors. Oh, you don't reckon he slides straight in? He'd go pretty close. The Roosters are chasing. He's not going to the Roosters. Where's he going to play at the Warriors? Centre. Yeah, centre wing. In place of um, Rocco Berry. Pompey. Oh, I don't like Pompey. I don't mind Pompey, sorry. We're talking league here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, what about your seagulls, mate? <laughs> you guys are shit ass. Well, no, we're awesome some weeks. Well, not last week. Not last week. 34-4 against the Eels. Uh, you Warriors guys, give me a first first try scorer or an anytime try scorer. Um, Egan. Egan, Ooh, anytime when you reckon bad. gets one early. Anytime. I'll say Tohu Harris. It's try. the worst pick. <laughs> hey, if Alex Tolkien will be a on a weekend, I'm sure he can. Yeah, you could go for Noah Blake. Mm. He's partial to a try. Is he quick Panthers chicken? And if, he's actually partial to a first try as well. He, yeah. A couple of weeks in a row, he's got first try. Yeah, it was pretty rough, obviously, last week against the Cowboys. Mm. Um, season, game, season potentially over. Great game. Penrith. Uh, season <laughs> over. Jeez. Um, but yeah, none of we've obviously, um, right at our boys get through the origin tonight. Um, all, all will be back on deck, obviously, minus Cleary this weekend. So I don't think it was that grim last week. It was a good it wasn't, game. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I, yeah, I thought we would, um, I thought it wasn't going to be as close as it was. I, I just thought the Cowboys at home would be pretty good, but they were good. But yeah, no, we just, uh, some of our senior boys just didn't really stand up. We needed the guys of mm. the likes of Sorensen and, and the like, we lost the to late as well, which is a wee bit of a shame. So, yeah, we'll be right. What about uh, Hope's old man on Saturday? Great right shirt. Get a Warrior shirt on, bro. Oh, bro, it was mint. 1996. No, nah, no, nah, it was like a, um, it's a modern one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, nice shirt. Warriors sort of coloured chicken shirt. Yeah. Warriors emblem on oh, the chest. Nice. Like green and blue. I think we asked him where he got it from. Yeah. Got it from Peaches and Cream. <laughs> <laughs> Little tip for the punters out there. The Cowboys are paying two twenty this week. Head to head. Who? For the win. The Cowboys. Against. Can't remember. Someone rubbish. What about the Dragons? What were they paying? Uh the Warriors, I think a dollar seventy favourites. We good. I think a dollar ninety for that four point five line, so five or more. Dollar ninety. Home game? No, nah, it's at um, St. George. Yeah. Because I was talking about Ben Hunt potentially getting booed if he did play. Yeah. 50 bucks on Ben Hunt to cry. <laughs> Get booed. Yeah. Origin is, do the Blues come back? You will bounce back tonight. You don't, you don't often see a dead rubber in the Origin. No, no, you so, don't. Yeah. You're back in the blues? Mm. And they normally bounce back after they lose game one. It's going to be tough. It's uncaught, but I think we'll do it. So much pressure on 
on them, but I think they'll um, they'll be up for it. Is your uh, sorry, Hugh? You reckon your boys shut the gate tonight? Yeah, it's going to be another tight one. Um, it's going to be close. Um, as is said, like I think they showed a stat the other week where when New South Wales lose game one, most often than not they win game two. But the flip side of that is that I don't think um, Queensland have ever lost a game two at Suncorp when they've won game one. Mm. So, I mean, history's up for grabs there for New South Wales. Um, but yeah, I'm confident Queensland getting the job done, but it's not going to be easy. Like, I know they lost Latrell and Nathan Cleary and and that, but they still got a bloody good team. Listen, listen to them. Listen to yeah, them. underplaying. Yeah. Underplaying. Just trying to get the underdog tag, but that's all right. But, Nah, but shout out to Hwani Tui, who's uh, gone over there for a bit of a boys' trip. Who will be at some court tonight. Um, went there yesterday. Had a, I think, uh, you know, day one catch up with the mates and big night and uh, up this up today. And I think they've, uh, I think they're at the Caxton at the moment as we speak. That's so. not bad. I thought you said he was coming to training tomorrow, Fridge. He's, He's back tomorrow. He's starting He's this week. <laughs> He's back tomorrow. Just a couple of knots. Uh, I think. I'm a, I'm a Blues guy, but I think Queensland too exactly. good, and I think they'll win comfortably tonight. Moses, tough him to come in, isn't it? And drive yeah, I got that down in the last pod when we talked about Moses uh, from you, Fridgy. Fridgy, you happy with that? It's because he shouldn't have been an option, <laughs> mate. He wasn't on. The, he wasn't on the book. Yeah. yeah. Mentioned his name, and were I, you a Nico Hines guy? Out. Who was who was your yes. Reynolds? Yeah, yeah. Very unfair to Hines. Very. Like if you if you if you choose a squad, that should be your squad moving forward for at least the three games. Mm. You know, and like just this talk of I um Clary's out, Luai's gotta go, new combo in. Mm. No, you've already got a player there, slot him in. Get Mitch onto the bench. Knows all the cause everything. Yeah. Do you know what it is? What? New South Wales just don't get origin. <laughs> He's not wrong. Now nah, look, um I can stick. The script's been written for it's either be like a sixty point game or we're just gonna come out here on the back of Mitch Moses and, and steal it. Justin mm. Mitch. Not said with a lot of belief. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is what's the result tonight? Uh blues by eight. Eight. Mm. Comfortable. Right on to Super Rugby now. Uh, go the halftime, full-time double. Go yeah, go to Queensland to be leading at halftime. Please to peel it back. I'll go the opposite. And Queensland to win by four. Peel it back in the league. Yeah. And um, the halftime, full-time double's on tonight. Get on it. Okay. That's your tip from Fridge. Don't get on it. Uh, Super Rugby. Super rugby. Can Chiefs get the job done or Crusaders just too good? Just ingrained with winning huge. Um Yeah, tricky one actually. Pretty, I reckon it's even. It could be anything. We're, we're, it's in at the Chiefs, so yep. yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Chiefs for that pure fact, but yeah, Crusaders in the finals is mm. you know, they they know what to do in that situation, but I'll go Chiefs in the close one. Yeah. Three I'm... three points. Yeah. It's a good shout. I'll go Crusaders. 
I'll go Crusaders one to seven. I think they're just too good in finals footy. I think the Chiefs were good last week, but maybe not convincing against the Brumbies. Yeah, I think it's the the Crusaders comfortably, maybe with a late Chiefs try to make it Crusaders one to seven. Yes, Young Ongri Crusaders as well. I think Chiefs. Chief, you know, Chiefs have um, Chiefs have been the form team all year. Your Chiefs, my number. <laughs> only lost one game. I think the Chiefs would be better for those last couple of games, eh? Because they've had to grind out some wins against. Yeah, they had Reds. The Reds. Yeah, yeah Reds and, and the Brumbies. Yeah, so yeah. that'll put them in good stead. But I just got a funny feeling the Saders are gonna mm. they're gonna do it. It's not gonna be as convincing as last week against the Blues. That Blues didn't show up, but I think the Crusaders will win. Um. Yeah, I'm going to say by eight as well. So, Fridge? Playing a ruku for the man of the match. Do you not know Fridge's day one Crusaders? You've seen this one? Yeah, I was, I was about to say. <laughs> He's just changed his, his profile Look, photo. I Basic know Fridge. I'm a day one Saders guy. Like, I want the Chiefs to win. But that performance last week from the Crusaders was scary, man. Like Clinical. It was so good. Fast. Heaps of power and strength. Uh, shame on the Blues, eh? Like, what a fall, man. Like, they had an absolute squad. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I hope the Chiefs get up, but I can see the Satyrs putting 20 on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How good's McKenzie been, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been good. And we'll go into all black selections now. Would you bring him into the squad as maybe a first string 10? Huge? No. Nah, you gotta have Richie. Yeah. As your ten. So where would you play him? Uh on the bench. Yeah, on the bench and add a bit of spark coming on. Either that's, at either at fullback. People could say time. that's quite harsh on probably the form ten of the but you could say that. Um but Richie hasn't been playing bad either. True. And is he in well, not the incumbent. Is that the word? Yeah, he's incumbent. Yeah. 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 I would still yeah, fullback would be the other interesting question because you let me throw that out there. Do you put a Bowden on there? Or... Is Bodie in the starting twenty in, in the twenty two? I'm 22. a Bowden guy, but he's done nothing to I, not on form. He was lucky to make the squad for me. Mm. Yeah, you possibly just put a Will Jordan back to fullback. I think if his name's not Bowden Barrett, he doesn't make the All Blacks. And it all started when he went to Auckland. Yeah, come mm-hmm. back so he could pursue his social media career. Yeah. Yeah, McKenzie, it, yeah, it depends on, on who they have at fullback. Does Will Jordan get his opportunity now? Or does he stay on the wing and they utilise McKenzie back there? Yeah, you can't do that because he brought him in as a 10. Tricky one. Like, I, I, I would have I would have McKenzie on the bench, um, Will Jordan at fullback. Yep. And, I mean, I would have had Sean Stevenson on one wing, but that's not going to happen if he, unless they leapfrog some of the other ones that got named the natural squad. But, um Obviously, if Tilly is all right, he'll take one wing spot. Um, I don't know who the other one would be, actually. Probably on form for Yaluku. Yes, but he's obviously leaving after the on form, World he'll, Cup. He'll be in there. Yeah. Is who's your 10? Who's your 15? Yeah, Mong is, Mong is the 10, and Will Jordan's 15. Mm. And, yeah, and like you said, Damo will be covering both, I think, off the bench. Mm. Um. Could you yeah. then use Bodie as a, just a utility wing fullback 10 on the bench? Oh, I no, just wouldn't have Bodie there. No. no. I'd have Geordie there. 
on the bench. No, it's I'd have him at twelve. Yeah. Um, I just think they, I just think they need to, they need to use him better. Yeah, he's he he's got a good pass on him. Um, he's obviously got a good kicking game as well. But I just think they've got to get away from using him as this flipping better better room. Mm. Yeah, so it's a better way to use him. And then obviously, who do you play at centre? Reek's got that lockdown, or? Oh, he's probably. Yeah, I'd say he's probably mm. favoured to get the centre spot. And then whoever. Yeah, it'll be probably a Geordie and Reeks and the Anton on bench, Leonard Brown. I don't love Rico at centre, eh? He's just still mm. not a really good distributor. Runs a lot of wingers out of space. But then you've got the problem a lot of our other centres are pretty injury prone. Mm. And we'll cut the attrition rates pretty tough. Someone messaged me the other day. Where's good here? NZ I was like, 15. hey, NZ fifteen, yeah. We went with Eno, didn't we? It was it was Eno or Goodhue, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. The Goodhue's off to cast, I think. Yeah. Oh, I'm not so sure. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of my yeah. joker was Goodhue. It's not 2021. <laughs> you cut me off of your. I think I've done your favour. You probably didn't need to repeat that. Could yeah, be. Yeah, it was terrible. That might be funnier than doing it that way. Yeah. Uh, some hooker chat with Huge. Are you happy with those three? Huge. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I am. As probably the only toss up would have been between Colsey and the Suffolk, but. I think you need a Colsey in there. Um, probably the. Do you? Yeah, I agree. Oh, with you hate him? No, I don't. He's a good, good friend. <laughs> He's um. No, I think you got to have Colsey in there. Just um, I think we experience need and yeah. that third third guy that if the one of the hookers like Taylor and Tokiaho are definitely one and two. Um, but you need someone in there that can sort of come in and do a job. You can rely on a bit of leadership off the field mm. as well. So you're about to say, Hank, we need a grub in the team. Oh, not a grub, but, but we we need someone. Cody with some Taylor. Meat. Cody. Cody Taylor's becoming that guy pretty quickly. He's not True. on the level of uh, Colsey, though, no. I think. I think we need Colsey, especially against, you know, some of those big French South African, South African packs. Just someone to come on with mm. some mental toughness. Who was the third hooker? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, good mix, good mix. Yeah. Um, props, Fridgy. Are you okay with uh, De Groot, Fletcher Newell? Laulala, Tonga Fassi, the Mighty Williams, Terrell Lomax. All by Nepo, bro. Like, honestly. Time's done. Last year, he, he, he had a bad series, man. Um, I can't remember, end of year was the end of year as well. Yeah, yeah I think we'll give someone else an opportunity, yeah. Who? I don't know. I don't watch enough Super Rugby to... Is there anyone right. else? Jeez. Um, that might be why he's in there. Yeah, good Can't point. I think of he was actually in the NZ15 team that got named. Like, yeah. would would you see more value in... What's the Hurricanes prop? Xavier. Having him up there. Different side of the scrum. Well, that's not going to work. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, he looked like he kind of checked out mentally, didn't he, last... But in a way, you, I mean, you could go for that anyway because you could get offered to concentrate on tight head and bring in a loose head. So I think if Joe Moody was there, that uh, Nepal would probably miss out because then offer could just concentrate on that tight head. But I think offer is good in terms of being able to cover both sides of the scrum. And I love the fact that Tamati Williams is in there because he's same. He can do yeah, both yeah. sides of the scrum. Let's go with Moody at the moment. Injured? Yeah. Uh, bad. Pretty, yeah, pretty bad. I think he's going to be all right for World Cup, though, I believe. But 
Um, not not good enough for the rugby championship. Mm. Um, but yeah, you, I mean, you lock down the scrum like you'd have uh, if Moody's available, him and Lomax or DeGrude and Lomax. Um, got Tamaiti, Fletcher and Yule. I didn't even know he was back from injury. Yeah, to be named in that. So I, I'm a big fan of Fletcher and Yule. So good yeah. to see him in there. Sam Kane, you happy with that, Captain? Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no turning back now. He's the man to take us to the World Cup. Mm. It's going to be interesting, eh? That that loose forward makeup. Mm. I mean, obviously, if Kane plays, obviously Hardy's at eight. Yeah. With no Hoskins now, who's a out and out eight. So Hardy's going to be the man in the boot of the scrum. Haven't seen a ton of female play huge. What do you make of the young uh, debutant? Yeah, is big it, fan. Is he a chief? Yeah, chief's mana. Uh, big fan. Um, he's talked about it last pod, actually. I mentioned that. I'd like to see him named the Norblacks. Um, he he claimed it. I am claiming it, yeah. <laughs> but nah. But he's tall, big, physical, athletic. Used to be a fullback, so he's pretty good with ball in hand and open field when he gets a chance. But he's really physical. And I think I've seen um, Jace Ryan's interview about him and he said there was a game when the Chiefs, I think it was when they played the Reds and lost, but they rested mm. quite a lot of their players and he actually stepped up. He was the only player that actually stepped up and was just banging bodies and um, yeah, really taking on that leadership and that sort of swayed Jace Ryan into thinking, you know, this guy's ready for Test Match Rugby. So yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see him at six for the All Blacks, at least for these Rugby Championships games, see how he is at that level. Um and if he does a the job, then I wouldn't be hesitant to put him as starter for the World Cup as well. Mm. Good lineup option as well, which is great. Uh, good to see the frizz back. I think we'll need his physicality. Mm. Um, Nugget, still your first string halfback, Fridge? Yep. In that group, yep. Um, but I thought Weber played really well last week. Yeah. I feel like he was one of the most unlucky guys not to get picked. Has, he's, um, he's another guy heading overseas, though, eh, after the... Yeah. Soon. Has... Uh, what's that other halfback's name? Rodgard. Christy. And, yeah, Christy. Uh, has Christy been playing really well this year? Yeah. He's been yeah. steady for the Blues. Yep. Yeah. What's the difference between... What's his name again? Rodgard. No, yeah. Weber? Rodgard and... Christy. Christy. What's the difference between those two in terms of the style they play? I'd have Cam Roy Gutter here. Roy more aggressive. Yeah, I think they they see Roy Gutter as a point of difference to the other two because the other two are fast, good distributors, whereas Roy Gutter's a bit more physical presence, mm. but more like a TJ was when he was in all-black setup. Um, so, yeah, that's I think that's why they've gone that way. Um, personally, I reckon I just got Roy Gutter in there for now to see how he goes in the all-black environment and get a closer look at him. I wouldn't be surprised if Brad Weber still goes to the World Cup. Yeah. Um, is their third halfback, mm. depending on how Roygar goes in the next few games, if he gets the opportunity to play. That's a suspic- suspicion I have with, with the squad, is that it's like, bring them in, see what they got, blah, 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 and then World Cup, you might see a few of these guys kind of come back into the mix. Mm. Roygar's the only new All Black in camp at the moment, with them at the moment, because obviously the other oh, were involved in the final. So you have Sammy Penny, Samaiti, Dallas McLeod. Dallas McLeod and Do you know him? Him only another one. Who's that? No. Uh, he, he was in the Albrecht 15 last well, year. Do you know what he's like? He's, he's a good man from, yeah, from my experience, which was yeah. pretty limited with him. But 
But you're right. I think I think really this is just an opportunity to have a look at him because you think about it. There'll be no Nagy next year, no Brad, no TJ probably. So Rory Gard is the future, along with your Korti Latima. Mm. So have a look at him now. Jeez, it's it's bigger. Yeah, so we lose a lot. Yeah, while I was around, he's part of the AB fifteen. Um, but mate, Aaron Smith, you know, hundred almost hundred and twenty tests. He's he's the most experienced when you think about it. With no TJ there on his coattails, mm. there's very few tests between the rest of them. So. I think Finley Christie's a good one if you if you're running rampant and it's a nice loose fast game he's handy. Yeah, he's a firecracker. But in a game like the other night against the, you know a big Crusaders team, tough day at the office. Mm. Um, have you guys seen much of Dallas McLeod and Imani? No one had, had a little bit. Yeah, Dallas was came through the twenty system. Um, he can play twelve, thirteen, and one. Um, he's got a, a boot on him as well. He's definitely one for the future. I, th- I thought this was pretty. This came sooner than well, than I thought he was going to be in, in, in the in the ABS, but obviously they like kind of his jib, so they've um, bought him in now. Emoni uh, Narawa, mm. yeah, man, he's class man. That's pretty exciting for him. Um, it's pretty cool when he was interviewed as well because he was pretty shocked to get it. I think he said he um, just had a. What cup of tea before he went to bed that night after his selection? So, yeah, he was just sort of taking it in a stride. But he's, yeah, he's um he's class. He's got the goods. So if he gets an opportunity, he um he won't disappoint. Mm. Mm. You happy with those call ups? Huge. The newbies. Yeah. Uh yeah. I am. Uh, Dallas McLeod obviously was a bit um of a surprise, but I I remember watching him for the Canterbury Under Nineteens when um a few years back. Um, yeah. I think same year at Christ College as Nunne Ponyvai, potentially. I know mm. he definitely played in the same team as as uh, Isaiah. Um, but yeah, the cross cross college system. Um, but yeah, like under nineteens level it was just a cut above all the rest of the players there. Um, so Catelli was on to bigger things, but um, yeah, still pretty much out of the blue, particularly because he's been playing wing for Crusaders out in the city. But to be picked as a twelve, so yeah. And is as our uh, All Blacks XV expert, you happy with that squad? Wouldn't make any changes. Uh oh yeah. Well, you're pretty pretty happy with it. Um, it's good to see a few guys get the opportunity in there. I mean, obviously, Xavier Numia. It's awesome to see him in there. Duplessis in there as well. So good to see a few Wellington Lions um, in there. Um, yeah, obviously gutted like a Levi Moore, who was a big part of the two games that we had yeah. overseas. Wasn't named in either squads. Um, obviously, Shooter Stevenson was a big part of it, but he's done his injury cover for the ABs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, pretty yeah, pretty happy with um, that AB fifteen group. There's some good young guys who get a crack, and they'll yeah, they'll um, they'll give it heaps in Japan. What about the four from Grace for Hoskins Tutu though? Yeah, that's interesting. That was, um, I thought that was the biggest shock of the day was the fact that he didn't make either squad. Yeah, I, w- I wonder if he's the one that didn't text was he. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, yeah, yeah. Tough for us. I mean, he had an awesome uh, super campaign, to be honest, I thought. Um, probably, uh, to be honest, he might have been a victim of that Blues performance on on a Saturday. Was it Saturday they played? Mm. Friday. Friday, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully he'll... Because um, he, he, for me, is an out-and-out out eight. Yeah. So, and he's got some skills. And, yeah, 
I don't know, maybe, you know, the, the way the Blues use him, maybe that's um, not quite how Fozzie sort of had plans for for him. So maybe that's probably counted against him and not being put, not being picked. When do the ABs fifteen go? Boy? They leave next. Oh well, yeah, they leave next weekend across three different days. So uh, you got uh, half half the board pack leaving on the Friday. Um, the rest of the half pack board pack will leave on the Saturday, and then all the backs will go on Sunday. Yeah, so all the, the sort of the board leaders will head over on that first group on the Friday. Dupes won't be able to play finals footy, but rugby. <laughs> Oh, no, they might be back, back by then. It's only two games, isn't it? Only two games, yeah. yeah so 8th true. and 15th, and then they come yes. back across three different flights as well. Mm. All right, we'll stick with you, Fridge. Some grinders. What do you got? I've just got the one that I've pre-planned. Oh, yeah? Uh, and I forgot, I was actually meant to send you guys a theme <clears throat> for grinders. Office um, office grinders. Um, office grinders. Is there one big one at the moment? Yeah, people that don't do their dishes and stuff around the office. But the main one is like you know when you, when people use the coffee first and then the sugar and they get coffee in the sugar. <laughs> yeah, grinds my gears, man. Don't do that. Or like they'll use a wet teaspoon and you know put it in and. Or like if if your office has the teaspoons that are already in the the can the you know the jars or whatever, they use it stir their thing and then put it back in the jar. Get out. No surely, surely there's enough teaspoons. Yeah. To have one for each. Yeah, there is. One to stir. Yeah. One for each of your. Yep. Plenty. Just lazy. One for me is in the bathroom, you know, when you've got your, obviously your rubbish bin and you've got your hand towels in there yeah. and you, sometimes you go in there and the hand towels are literally over the edge <laughs> yeah. when all it takes is you grab a clean one and you push it down. Push it down. No. Yeah, no, there's, that's one for me. Yeah. My one's also in the bathroom. Um, do you know when there's like, say, three cubicles? And you're, you know, doing your thing in one of them, which is, I always go far side. Yeah. Never the middle. Yeah. And then you know the next two stalls are free, but the next guy comes in and goes in the middle one, right next to you. Idiots. It's, it's not the etiquette. No, that's that's a rule. Yeah. You wouldn't do you that. You don't take the middle one, unless yeah. it's the last option. You wouldn't do that in the <laughs> urinal, you know? No. Nah. Unless you're hack. Yeah, I like touching at the urinal. Shoulders. Oh. Um, one for me, and it's kind of a car one. I've seen it lots lately. People driving around with headphones on. Mm. Yeah. Is that weird? It's Not weird. only is it weird, it's unsafe. <laughs> yeah. It's actually illegal, isn't it? Well, it should be, yeah. I've, I've seen sure. it heaps lately. Yeah. Bloody idiots. Hmm. <laughs> Any others, Fridgy? Our resident grinder? No. Um, no. But no, um, no club room grinders on uh, Saturday night? No one was leaving a mess or... Oh, there was a mess. Clogging up the mic? Was anyone, oh, no, there wasn't. Was anyone hogging there the wasn't. mic who maybe wasn't up to it? 
be Mike Hoggs. Yeah, look, uh, hope hope had a, <laughs> a, a, had a you know a few songs up there. Um, who we mentioned on Saturday night, she was flexing me hope on Saturday night. Yeah, definitely. I hear that's right. <laughs> um, no, no, yeah, we'll leave it at that for now. Um, what's spinning your wheels then, Fridgey? Spinning my wheels. Not a lot. Last game of uh, Swindale coming up. Business end of the the season. It's always great. Mm-hmm. Um, also, are you doing a, a what's your food or you're doing a food review? Well, that, that was next. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, no, I'll leave it. Spinning your wheels. Is anything spinning your wheels this week? Not at the moment. Uh, heck, sorry. Yeah, huge. Um, yeah, just the women's final on on Saturday. Mm. That really spun my wheels. Just the crowd was awesome. Mm. Um, it was good to see the um, like the you know how the they sold the t-shirts again, the standard uh, yep. traditional t-shirts, like the amount of t-shirts yeah, that were yeah, worn yeah, out there. Dogs dressed up in um, Patoni t-shirts, the signs out and things like that. Like it was pretty cool to see all that that villagers support out there mm. on Saturday. So yeah. Well done to everyone that was out there. Good to see you, those supporters, T, flying off the shelf. Yeah. Would have been nice. Uh, and I don't know whether logistically it might not have been possible, but it would have been nice to have the women's final on Sunday. Mm. Um, just so that all the yeah. you know, all the, the men's teams that play on the Saturday could get along and just get them behind the... Because mm. it's just... it's it, that, That's a real shame when um, obviously we can't get along and support. Um, the the woman as much as we'd like to. Um, so maybe I don't know. Maybe an idea going forward, or a standalone day. Or, do we flip it for that one day? Well, and go Premier Rugby early games and have two forty five the women's final. Yep, good yeah. idea. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it was good to see that they got uh, a decent ref in there as well. Mm. Um, and I've mentioned before. Um. That it'd be great to see them kind of have um their top top tier refs uh, ref their grade. Mm. So I know it's a lot really frustrating for them sometimes. Um, yeah, they're all they're all good refs, but yeah, it's good to see a good ref. Yeah. All right, Fridge, your dog. What was your uh, food review? Oh nah. So when we're at work, we walk down towards Queensgate, and you know, you know, once I was telling you about this thing, one sushi. Mm. There's a sushi place there. Then right next door, there's a Chinese or Asian food place called Golden Dragon, and they do a real good fried rice there, pork fried rice. Double Dragon. Yep. No, Golden Dragon. Um, real good place. But then, um, also just try it. They had this double katsu burger. Mm. Bruh, it was legit. Yeah, yeah, you'd be frothing. Love a katsu, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a double chicken katsu burger. Mm. So, yeah. Might get them for us uh, on the next pod, maybe. Yeah. Sticking with the Japanese theme, went down to that new Angry Jackson down on Jackson Street. Mm. Japanese place. Real good. Yeah. And they do beer towels. Oh, real good. Beer towel? A beer towel. It's got like your own, it's like your own oh, mini yeah, yeah, keg. Yeah. Yeah. The one at counter. No, no, oh no, no, yeah, I think no, that's about halfway up. Jackson. That's Angry Chicken, I think. Angry Chicken. Yes. Oh, well, you're Angry Jackson. Angry, Angry Jackson is down opposite the old post shop, next to the Sports Patoni Sports Bar, fine establishment. 
Just past that angry puddle. But nah, real good, real good Japanese if you're looking for some Japanese down Jackson Street. Mm. Is any, eating anything yum lately? Uh, no, I was, I was waxing lyrical to fridge a few days ago about casing. Mm. The uh, awesome. the chicken, cashew nut, vegetable stir fry and coconut mm. cream, number 19. Head along and try it. Have you guys had a late night uh, Courtney Place? What's that one? Uh... Hook up. <laughs> no, what's the what's the the Asian place? No, not JNM's, just down the road. KC's. KC KC Cafe. Have you guys had a late night KC Cafe lately? You're number oh, ten there. Not late. Chuck Whitetail mm. is the name of the dish. It's like uh, pork and rice noodles, deep fried squid. So as you go, they do a great uh, mee goreng down there. Mm. Mee goreng's my go when I go there. Yeah, probably do a couple of Lulu drinks and then a KC Cafe. Yeah, one ton soup. Huge. What are you eating lately? Um, great question. Actually, I'm just trying to think. Um, I just want to give a shout out to KFC and the hut. Um, ordered a combo. Um, I was meant to get one wicked wing. It was one where you get one wicked wing and one piece of original recipe chicken, along with a burger. Um, got three wicked wings nice. and two pieces of chicken. So shout out to them for Small the victory. Eh? Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> so it's great. Apart from that, nah, been pretty. Oh, actually, shout out to um, Silverstream Bakery. Um, on the way back from the Ponies game on Saturday, and on the way to Nati Tour, um, stopped in there for a cheeky pie and sausage roll, um, steak and cheese on point, and but the best part of it's the cream donuts, best cream donuts I've had in ever. Oh, really? Mm. You, you, they're on point. Cream <laughs> Uh, we're we're on the hunt. We're on the lookout for the for Wellington's best sausage rolls. Though, where are they? It's not many out there. Are you? A, here's I've actually had this conversation with um, Joey and H before. Um, they like the really thick sausage rolls with the big hunk of meat in it. With thing, I, I like a, a slim, like a slim sausage roll, slightly though. slimmer one where it's got the uh, equal amount of pastry to meat. Yeah. On it, so have you guys got a preference in terms of your? So you're you're not so much the girth, but more, more yeah, less length. girth. Um, easy to nah, I'm meaty. Consume. It's got to be meaty, mate. Mm. I'm I'm with H and uh, Joey. Yeah, big meaty sausage roll. Yeah, see, Silverstream Bakery, they've got the more uh, less girth on the one. Yeah, I need girth, and the more stuff in there, the better. Yeah, onions, carrots. Oh, I don't tea, like a herbie. Cheese. I don't like a herbie roll sausage roll. No, I don't like a herbie one, but yeah. I do like the uh, um, onions, and onions, cheese. Onions. Yeah, roll right all in there. You like goof? Uh, yeah, I don't mind goof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Um, with the sausage rolls as well. Um, <laughs> smoked fish pie though. Saigon Perry. Mm. Mm. Get along. Where? Saigon Perry, buddy. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's supplied me with a delicious yeah, fish pie the other fish week. Fish pie. There's not, yeah. not many smoked fish pies. You, you know, well, you can't really get smoked fish pies um, these days, but Saigon Putties, corner of Sydney Street, I think Sydney and, and uh, Jackson. Yeah, it's good. It's I wouldn't good. normally go for a smoked fish pie. Oh, mate, no, honestly. But in saying that, your last pie recommendation that you gave me was the place in Topo. Yep. Um, what was that called again? Uh, it's called Paitiki Bakery. The creamy chicken yeah. pie from there. Um, up there for the twenties, the start of the year, he said recommended this place. You got to get a creamy chicken pie, and oh, I'll tell you what, mm. you're still salivating. Yeah, still salivating. Yeah. Mm. I also grabbed two. 
<laughs> All righty, on to the draw. Brims out at Evans Bay. Predictions, Fridge? Uh, tough game. MSP traditionally pretty tough, but uh, now the boys are training pretty well at the moment. And uh, yeah, hopeful to go out there and pick up five. Mm. Five points. We definitely need them. What's the key? Is to getting maximum, uh, huge to getting maximum points out at Evans Bay. Oh, I think we just got to string together like more of a complete performance across the game. Um, like even McBain Shield, we had patches of brilliance and sort of interspersed with sort of some low points. Um, probably just switching off a wee bit there. So being able to, to play consistently for longer across the game, I think it's going to be quite key. Not just having massive highs and then few lows and allowing teams back into the game. So, yeah, I think that's probably around that, having a bit more of a complete performance across the 80. Uh, is, from a management point of view, how do you rate the Evans Bay setup? Uh, yeah, I, well, I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, that obviously that change room block on Evans Bay itself is pretty cosy. Um, if you can get access to both rooms and you can make it work. Um, but if you're stuck in one of them, then it's it's obviously, you know, the boys are sort of in each other's space, which isn't ideal. Um, but you sort of just make it work. I, this week, obviously, we had some comps from Sturlo, so it looks like we're actually going to be using the St. Pat's College gym changing room, yep. which is obviously a wee bit bigger, which would be good. Um, I mean, it's it's obviously next door, so a wee bit further for the boys to... Um, but there's a lot of activity apparently planned for this weekend on the old artificial turf. Mm. A few football games that happen and stuff, so we won't get access to a wee bit later on, so we bit niggly in that regard, but um, where do you yeah, warm up? Uh, on the artificial, oh, I'm assuming, one, yeah. yeah. So, not on the actual field zone, they've got sort of a little side area which you kind of just that, make that the tiny most. one out the back, yeah, yeah, Oosh. yeah, yeah. So, you're not, not always ideal. I mean, the other option is you get to not is it Ebus, is it even Space School? That's next yeah, for yeah. the, yeah, I think yeah. that's the other option. It's a wee bit of a hike to get there, it's a three. Hundred meters away, but um, it's just one of those things. I mean, it's it's not the worst um, mm. setup, but just a wee bit cozy. Yeah, Bridget, just talk me through. You're come, you've gone through the tunnel, Mount Vic Tunnel. You're coming into Kilburnie. Where are you looking to get a park? I don't know. You know, like wise man once said, you know, parking will be at an absolute premium mm. uh, out there. Um, you just got to chance your arm, roll the dice, keep driving around until you get one. Almost got a brook room at the Brentwood and just parked there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the Prem Reserves, the Curtain Raisers, they've got MSP uh, out at Evans Bay. Uh, the Colts have the Axemen, who have been travelling pretty well in the Colts grade. Um, Friday, isn't it? Friday. Mm-hmm. Where's that game? Is? Out at the campus. Oh, nice. Mm. So get out there Friday night, support yeah, the Colts. Get behind the boys. Um, is it the... 85s have the Vegas, oh, yeah. Vegas, uh, and the reserve grade have OBU. Yeah. Uh, best of luck to all our teams this weekend. Go for it. Uh, anything, what else is coming up this week, guys? Any, any shout-outs? Um, I don't know if you've obviously come in late. You might have already talked about this, but New Zealand under-20s got their first game. Kick off their World Cup uh, 2 a.m. Sunday our time, I think, against Wales. Is that correct? Oh, the actual game... Yeah, yeah, yeah. World oh, Cup, oh. game one of the World Cup, under 20s World Cup. So, 
Yeah, uh, Harry and Peter Luck, Luckai nice. is going to be uh, playing there. So, yeah, should be good. See how see how those boys go. Mm, awesome. Eastbridge, anything happening around the village we need a shout out? No, um, all the best to Pete and, and Hazza, though. Um, I don't know what well, the Super Rugby Super Rugby final will be on uh, down here, eh? It'll be on, yep. Come down here, a few beers, watch that. Um, I think the Colts might be having a little team function here Saturday night, too. Yeah, I believe they are as well. And I believe Ponies have got a function somewhere. I don't know if it's here, but... Oh, yeah. It'll be the first time this year a lot of those Colts have been down here. <laughs> um, Who else? I think potentially ponies have got a breakup as well, but I don't know if that's at the club. No, not mm. sure. Um, no, I don't think there's anything big coming up this week. Yeah, just excited to get to another game day, and yeah, weekend. I don't think it's meant to be nice weather this weekend either. Mm. But unless uh, MSP or their grounds is one of those ones that are sand based, actually, this is probably the sandiest field. In all of Wellington. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's literally sand mm. on top, yeah. Um, and probably a shout out to our villagers who've made the Lions extended yep, of squad, course, yeah. I think, and, and all the pride as well. I think we had a couple of villagers on the Lions and Lossie and... TJ. Lossie, TJ and Logan from... Um, oh, Logan, yep, yep. And then I think from the villages, yeah. and then from the pride, um, we had ponies on. Yeah, Angel. Um, we had Bowie, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, you were you were rating her the other the other. Yeah, week. she's yeah, yeah she's like awesome, awesome, awesome scrummager. Um, awesome attitude as well. So it's awesome to see. Was she gunning for that or expecting that? Do you know? Oh, she was keen. I was talking to her quite a bit on Saturday night, and she was obviously interested. But whether or not she was in the mix or not, she wasn't too sure. So, I'm sure, that's come as a good surprise to her. Um, obviously, we got Jackie in there as well, Justine, uh, Nia, which is cool. So she mm. was in there a couple of years ago, and um, she's earned another spot in there. Do you uh, think she's year. selected as a front rower? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. The way those um, those girls performed on Saturday, like they dismantled the MSP scrums at the time. There was one scrum where I'm pretty sure the props ended up over the back of their locks at one stage. Like not even over exaggerating there, and they got up, and there's a few ginger front rows from MSP getting up as well. So, um, yeah, and then obviously Millie's, Millie's in there as well. I think that's everyone named Justine's yellow one. Yeah, I see. Yes, mentioned mm-hmm. Justine as well. So, yeah, so well done um, mm-hmm. to the those lines wider training uh, guys and the pride. All the best for the campaigns. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. What's the girl for Logs? Not signed to one or two or anything. No. So he's just looking for an opportunity here. Yeah. It'd be nice of them to bring him in. Yeah. I just, well, I mean, obviously, he's part of the extended squad, which is a good start, eh? Mm. Yeah, he's just put your off here. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Thanks to the uh, sponsors, club sponsors, and supporters. Thanks for tuning in. Um, oh, yeah. What do you, what do you, do? Doing for the next week, me. Yeah, you got much coming up? Um, nah, not a lot. No ski trips yet. There's no snow up there. Nah, which is good because I can't really get away. Like I said, a few tip runs this weekend, but now nah, real, real. Um, they've had to close even the uh, resorts down south. Not enough snow. 
Uh, global warming, I tell you. Mm. It's ruining my skin. Uh, and obviously with rural pay here too, the, there's a big shambles. They're going into liquidation and uh, <clears throat> we, all, we all voted the other day and they couldn't come to an agreement. So goes back to RAL for, yeah, liquidation, which is a shame. Mm. Yeah, real shame for people who love their snow sports and kids in there who want to experience the snow. Get up there and toboggan. Toboggan, yeah. Mm. What are you up to this week, Fridgy? No, nothing too much. Um, Kimbo, Kimbo and his family are back up again. Um, so they get up Friday. We're having dinner and then uh, hang out with my nephews for a wee bit. I think Kimbo's going to come out and watch our game on Saturday and then he's come for a few BYs and watch the final. He loves a few Beverajinos. Especially if uh, the Satyrs are playing. He'll, he'll be, be full kitted out, won't he? Yeah, Satyrs, he'll be yeah. all over there, yeah. Mm. Is, how's the rest of your week looking, mate? Uh, yeah, just prepping for, uh, obviously, the game of the week. I was training tomorrow and then Saturday and then, um, yeah, next week we're full noise into uh, getting this AB15 squad prep for their trip out to Japan. Yeah, so they've got a couple of tests out there in Tokyo and Kumamoto. So, yeah, looking forward to obviously how they fare over there in the next couple of weekends' time. But obviously, yeah, like you mentioned, 20s boys on, on the weekend, first game against Wales. So. What time's it? 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Sunday. Sunday. So, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Yeah, so we can. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, pretty sure, pretty sure Pete and Harry will be um, in the frame for that one. That's a big game. It's important you win your first game. It's important you win all your pool games, yeah. really. But <clears> especially roll Wales and that yeah. first one. That's that's key. Yeah, huge. Um, yeah, bit of a busy week coming up. Um, so finally, you just got reappointed to the under nineteen role uh, this week. Congratulations, uh, congrats, bro. Cheers. It's um yeah, a bit of a delay in the process, which obviously not ideal, but so a bit behind in planning and preparation at the moment. So as soon as I got the call, um yeah, just been sort of getting around that and doing quite a bit of work to try and get things in place for that and picking squads and getting nominations and talking to clubs and things like that. So it's gonna keep me busy. Um but yeah, apart from that, just um Stace is actually away for a girls weekend, leaves Friday morning back Sunday. So yes, I'll be I've got the kids. <laughs> for the weekend, so yeah, under pressure. Under pressure. What time of year? Huge is the the Jock Hobbs tournament. Oh, there's no Jock Hobbs anymore. Oh. Um, so since COVID, they've uh, canned that and sort it of. Was years ago, you idiots. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we haven't had that for the last couple of years, but we've got um. So what does your campaign look like? For so we got six six games. So which also, but that's changed lately. I've found out today. Um. So start of August, so pretty much the week after club finals, um, we play Waikato. Then we were meant to go down to Blenheim and play Cruc- uh, Canterbury. Um, but I've just heard that Canterbury's since pulled out of that. So we're just trying to find another game for that weekend. Um, then we've got uh, Tasman after that. And then we go into our Hur- Hurricane Shield tournament, which is uh, two Hawks Bay and the Hurricane Heartland in the 20s as well. So six weeks. So reasonably short campaign and over and out, but yeah, see how we go off that and yeah, start looking at squads and that coming up. Sweet, nice, huge. Mm. Uh, well, thank you again to our our sponsors and all your listeners. We'll um, we'll catch you next week.
It's soon be done. It's soon be done. We are Patoni Rugby. We are Patoni Rugby. When the whistle blows. When the whistle blows. You know it's blue and white time. You know it's blue and white time. I'm gonna stand with the village beside me. Play for. Play for the ones who win before me. Can't stop. Can't stop Patoni Rugby. We're blue and white until we die.